go in the best way possible, right? Give me a thumbs up. Yeah. Straw man argument, right? You know, my thing is everybody, mama, uncle, cousin knows that you can't count another man's pocketbook. Come on. Come on. You know, here's the situation. Fans, we can go back and forth, you know, with the pricing, with, okay, this guy should get this much, this guy should get that much. But far as the actual, the actual um, persons that, or people that played the game, they can't do that. It's just like should be an unwritten rule, right? It should be a situation where they look at this thing and say, nah, dog, we can't touch that. We, 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 we want to talk about that, but we can't talk about the man pocketbook on how he getting extra money to the side. And if that's the case, then Tony Romo should only play for what? 20 million, right? Troy Aikman should have only played for what? Peanuts. Roger Starback, all of the quarterbacks for the Dallas Cowboys should never take a big contract. That should be the, the, the rule. If that's the case in the scenario, that should be like already given when you get to the Dallas Cowboys, you do not get a contract. If you're the quarterback, we should be looking at this thing where it's a benefit because the Dallas Cowboys shouldn't have to pay for a salary as it relates for quarterback at all. If that's the case in the scenario, let me know if I'm wrong, Cowboy Nation. Let me know. But all of a sudden, Dak Prescott get here and all of the guys out here want to say, well, you know, hey, he's making money from sleep number. He's making money doing com commercial here, commercial there, right? <sighs> it, that's the craziest thing of it all. Look, they're going to have to go, come into the reality that they got to pay this guy. Or let him walk. I'm with that belief. And put this screen up here so everybody can see. That should be the case. Either the Cowboys should just pay the guy or let him walk. All of this back and forth. Man, we tired of this, Cowboy Nation. It seemed like this thing been going on for years and years. Dak Prescott should take a contract uh, deduction, discount. Discount, double check, right? However that saying goes. Well, why wasn't that told to Ezekiel Elliott? Why didn't Amari Cooper get that memo? Why didn't Jalen Smith, Lyle Collins, Tyron Smith, every quarterback and every player and every running back and every defensive edge guy, every single player should say, hey, we play for the Cowboys. Matter of fact, we, we fork over our salary cap, right? We, we don't need the money. We getting endorsements. Hmm? Shouldn't that be the angle? <sighs> I digress. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Alex, I see you, man, in the chat box. Really appreciate you. Let me see who the first person over here on the groove. Uh, let's see who we have here. Marcia, appreciate you. Kevin Harris, thank you for jumping in, holding it down. Let's see what Mr. Wright. Law Nation, it's fair because it's been done to Zeke and still D-Law. The list goes on. It's tough out here, man, but it is what it is. Yeah, and, and I'm thinking that he's speaking from the uh, confines of dragging this thing all the way out through the media. Dragging it. Dragging this thing all the way out. Continuing to drag and sully the name, wedging the Cowboys players and the uh, fans and the owners amongst each other, just keeping drawing their wedge. It, by the way, we can just call this the drama for your mama dance. Just keep wedging. 
That's what the Cowboys been doing. Just driving a single blade right down the middle and cutting the two. Just a wedging. It's crazy, Cowboy Nation. Shout out to everybody that's here. And uh, thank those who jumped in. Really appreciate you, Mr. Wright, for making that donation to help elevate the nation. Really do. Uh, D-Law uh, didn't get the memo. Okay, he didn't get the memo. Yeah, uh, who else didn't get the memo? Alex, no good replacement for Dak pay the man. Right. Look, my thing is a third of everybody that's watching right now, a third of everybody that's watching right now, were Cowboys fans, or I think majority of them, everybody, was Cowboys fans before Dak Prescott was ever born. Right? Was a Cowboys fan before, uh, we can argue, some can argue, we was Cowboys fans before Jerry Jones bought the team, right? A few can come out here and say, well, we was Cowboy fans before Ezekiel Elliott thought about putting on a jersey to play the Dallas play for the Dallas Cowboys. But the wedge has continued to just been driven. Driven, driven, driven. Uh, Z contract talk last lasted one season. This is Sanjay. Yeah, that that contract lasted one season, and but it's still a straw man's argument. But nevertheless, uh, I'm going to play this clip of CD Lamb. He talked glowingly of Dak Prescott. He really wanted him out there on the field. That's not yet under. Let me know if y'all can hear that. 2021. How much do you think about that? And from your experiences with him. Or you mean do you campaign and say like let's get this guy signed? Of course, uh, they. I, I'm sure they definitely want uh, Dak back. They for sure. It's no secret we want Dak back, and uh, I, I trust that the guys in the office are definitely going to make the right decision. Uh, they know. They know how much Dak means to us and how much we lean on him. So, um, you know. so that's C.D. Lamb. He's saying, of course, the Joneses will eventually. This is a young kid. Young guy, still wet behind the ears, right? Saying that, of course, yes, we would love to have Rain Dakota Prescott out there on the field. We would love to see him out there uh, doing his thing, doing his magic. We would love to see those things, right? But the problem is, Cowboy Nation, is that if this young fish can see it, right? Oh, my goodness. How come the owners do not see this part of it? It's silly. Let's listen to more what he had to say. I'm just excited to see what's going to happen. I hope he's coming back 2021 and for the long haul. I'm excited. And like I said, I cannot wait to have him back. Absolutely. Now that the season's over, are y'all back to hanging out at his place? I know he's not yet able to throw with you on his field, but what's that dynamic been like? Uh, definitely been been pulling up on him, botching for him a little bit, you know. Hoping he comes back soon, and uh, but he looks good. He's walking around the house. Uh, he definitely had. He came back from his second surgery about two months ago, so he's walking around um, rehabbing. He's doing everything right, and uh, you know it's it's great to see, especially if, when you seen him go down. Right. Uh, you saw the look in his eyes. You saw how how sad he was and how much this game meant to him. All right, so one thing that I did take away from that interview with C.D. Lamb, uh, I'll try to post a uh, link somewhere in the description box once this video is done. Uh, my thing is, the thing that I really pulled away from him, he said, we, we, that means multiple people, tried to vouch for him. Oh, vouch for Dak Prescott? So you mean to tell me? Come on, let me be, let me be real. Let me speak. You guys want the PC answer. I'm going to wait. Y'all want the PC answer? Y'all want me to... to, to <laughs> Let me know. 
It's crazy. So you mean to tell me that the players are vouching for Dak Prescott to be paid? They coming to Jerry, Stephen Jones, whoever's behind the paycheck or whoever writes the check saying, hey, can you please sign Dak Prescott? Can you please give him his bag? Can you please give him his money? Oh, what's the temperature with Dak Prescott? Is that the reality of it? He said, we got a vouch. He said, we. <sighs> it's crazy. Oh, man, it's crazy. And we supposed to be able to have our love and adulations towards the team. And we wondering why every year we get first tickets to see the Super Bowl instead of being part of the Super Bowl. We get all of the crazy headlines about the Super Bowl instead of being in the Super Bowl. Because you got an owner that's refusing to just understand the way in the process of this thing going, right? Paid everybody, mama, uncle, cousin, and love this drama for your mama. Love it. <sighs> Should these players get paid and these sorts of things? Everybody becoming expert analysis and analysts as it relates to money and cap. They can they can manage the salary cap, but can't manage their own cap in their own house. That's the craziest thing. And we supposed to support this team. <sighs> Let's listen to uh, from 105.3 to fan. Carson Palmer, he got out there. Let, let's get to the meat of everything. Carson Palmer got out there. And if you guys don't remember Carson uh, Palmer, he played for the Bengals, I believe, as well, the Arizona Cardinals, as well as the Raiders. He played for those three franchises and those organizations there. And uh, he's average at best quarterback, you know, uh, didn't really shock the world with his playing ability. But, you know, he lasted for decent amount of time in the NFL he had some weapons throughout his career what he had Chad Johnson right he had uh Hushmazada I think he had those guys over there and then uh who else he had with the Arizona Cardinals Larry Fitz huh did he have Larry huh and then he went over to the Raiders land and, and it was a whole nother mess of a can of worms with that type of situation but neither here nor there. Uh, let me see if I can pull up uh, Carson uh, Palmer's. Uh, let me see if I give me a few seconds here. Let me see. If, here we go right here. Yeah, that's Carson that's pointing the finger. Not Carson Wentz, but Carson Palmer. <laughs> uh, pay Dak, that's what a lot of people are saying. Play good until he got his knees blown out. It's from Billy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, Jerry Jones like a lawyer. Why in the hell are you going to win when he is getting paid the same amount of money when he lose? Just saying, Alex T. Yeah. So so it, it, he's a bookie, basically. Uh, Jerry Jones get paid regardless whether or not he win or lose. He getting that money regardless. He getting that money regardless of the situation. Yes. And <laughs> we're at the mercy seat of the Joneses. We are the mercy seat of all of these things. My audio went out of my ear, but I can still roll with it. I can still hear myself, though. But it, it is what it is. Let, let's listen to 105.3, the fan. Shout out to them. Always great comments and always great interview sessions so that we can do this. So shout out to them. They're, they're far too similar. It does not make sense to me to give up what they gave up to get really a, a very similar quarterback. I, you know, I, I put it in the same frame as 
is what Dallas did. They they fired Jason Garrett and hired Mike McCarthy. In my in my opinion, it's a lateral move. You hired an older, you know, an uh, older by the book offensive minded head coach for another older offensive minded head coach and Mike McCarthy. That's was uh, Carson Palmer's thoughts on Jason Garrett versus Mike McCarthy. Do anybody disagree with Carson on that one? He's saying that the similar hire movements, both of the guys are similar as it relates on how they articulate themselves and how they handle themselves and how they're pretty much pre, you know, prehistoric a little bit. You know, not not a lot of mixes and X's and O's, just just a coach that's heavily on the offensive side of the ball and not going to throw you a lot of wrinkles. Uh, the best thing that I can say with Mike McCarthy, we don't see him clapping on the sidelines, right? <laughs> but we barely see him move on the sidelines last season. So let's see what this season will uh, bring forth. But let me know, is that is it more of a linear move with Mike McCarthy, Jason Garrett? Is that more – much of the same. Shout out to my dog J Form, one of the mods. Man, I really appreciate you for jumping in. Um, you know, very similar personalities. Um, nothing, you know, that's super drastic and, and going to change up things um, from your team standpoint. So, you know, I look at, at um, the Garrett for McCarthy move the same way I look at the Stafford for Goff move. It just kind of seems like a very linear lateral move that doesn't dynamically change your program or your system Carson Palmer making RJ giddy over here he's ba- <laughs> I'm basically have two RJ's on the show with all these opinions let's see if he loves Dak as much as choppy as well do you think that Dak do you think Dak Prescott is elite or near elite are you a huge fan of Dak I love Dak's game I, I think he's great um, you know I think you know he shouldn't shoot for the for the moon um you know, being being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, there's a lot that comes with that financially. Before you go into uh, more details of it, he don't know. He's from the outside looking in. Last I checked, last I checked, the football field's still the same. The aficionado still calls the plays the same. And on top of that, before he go into details about the endorsement side of the corn, at the end of the day, those endorsement deals are not guaranteed. Just like that. What was the kid? He was on the high horse. Uh, he played for the, the Panthers. Cam, ooh, Cam, Cam Newton. He had the Dannon's uh, 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 yogurt deal, right? Said the wrong thing in a press conference. Just like that, they dropped him. They dropped that brother quicker. Man, I ain't going to say it. But they drop him. I ain't going to say it. I'm going to keep PG-13. But they dropped that brother. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say, and I'm not, and I don't want people to make it racial. I don't want people to bring up race as a factor for this uh, particular topic. We're just going to call a spade a spade, though, when you're talking about endorsement deals. Every single NFL player is a Ron Shazier play away. Ron Shazier, we love him. Shout out to him. But, he, of course, he played for the Steelers. But that brother is not guaranteed to play ever again, right? Right? Let, let me know where I'm lying. Every single player, 
every single player in the National Football League is not guaranteed. So what I'm trying to say here collectively, on one end, you see where a guy get laid out, right? Can never play football, probably can never walk up a flight of stairs easily. And on the other end, one guy, he just made a joke to a female reporter and they say, okay, we're going to pull your yogurt. We're going to give it to someone else. So you mean to tell me you're going to hang your hat on that endorsement? You're going to hang your hat on getting endorsement deals to supplement your salary? Your remunerations, your checkbook, it don't work that way. So you don't have to be the top paid quarterback in the league. Um, you can make as much as the top paid quarterback in the league when you're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback if you do take less. Because if you win in Dallas, I mean, you just look at you look at look at today's television networks. You got Troy Aikman, well, yesterday's uh, or last year's uh, NFL networks. You got Troy Aikman, Jason Witten, and Tony Romo all on national televised games. Before he go into more details, what do all three of those guys got in common? And on top of that, I got to put this out here, Cowboy Nation. We got to say this. Those are those guys loving, I guess, adulations and, and wanting to be where they wanted to be at, to be those type of guys, to get out there and speak. That may not be Dak Prescott's passion. You can't tell me that, okay, this should be your passion when you finish your career, right? Dak Prescott might be might want to be a philanthropist, might want to do other things. He may not be inspired to be a play-by-play analyst. He may not be inspired to call plays on a Sunday, if I can say it in those terms. And we all know that this thing is all a hustle, but let's be real about it. Just because what they did post-career doesn't mean that everybody got to follow suit. And just because they did that, I don't recall those boys taking discounts, right? Let me know if I'm lying. I didn't see Jason Witten sitting there saying, okay, I'll play for free. Matter of fact, just give me the crumbs from the master table. Oh, Tony, you do the same so we can have this juggernaut of a defense. Troy, hey, Troy, by the way, we love you, but can you take these discounts? Because you got the best offensive line in the National Football League. By the way, you got a Hall of Fame running back named Emmitt Smith and a Hall of Fame wide receiver named Michael, the playmaker, Irvin. Let's take these discounts. Hmm? I don't see that being said and echoed throughout the airways for everybody else. But all of a sudden, it's a major topic for Rain Dakota Prescott. Hey, let's take these discounts. Oh, they don't hit the quarterback in Dallas. They just do the two-hand touch. You get favorable calls. Last I checked, they trying to take your head off just like anything else. Let me know if I'm lying. Hmm? But so many people, so many people, We'll say, hey, you can take the discount. I'm still waiting on Ezekiel Elliott's dis- discount. D-Law's discount. Hmm? Look, it won't be long. Watch. It, w- mark my word. It won't be long for everybody to start turning on Michael Gallup. Saying, oh, man, he's just the third wide receiver. We got C.D. Lamb now. Michael Gallup should take a discount. Michael Gallup, he don't, he don't deserve that money. Now we're going to start pinching it into his pockets. Right. Let's play this interview. You know, partially because of their playing careers, but a majority of that is because they play for the Dallas Cowboys. They're a household name. 
um, you've seen back on tons of commercials and, and endorsements. You know, you can make that same top tier money if you're back and you take a little bit less and you can keep, um, you know, you can keep Zeke Elliott and you can keep all the players around you because you, those guys can get resigned with within the salary cap structure. And you can make that money off the field that you're missing on the field by doing endorsements with Sleep Number and Nike and Campbell's Chunky Soup and all the other ones that you see Dak doing. So let's listen back to what he said because that that really pissed i'm sorry kids but that really pisses me off though because now it's all of a sudden saying you can go out there and make that ain't that extra work hmm don't you know how long it takes to shoot a commercial don't you know how long it takes to learn lines so you want this guy to be a tv host instead of being a quarterback guy right that 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 right there really gets me mad about the whole situation Look, 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 look what he says. Let me see if I can hit the thing. And you can make that money off and get resigned with within the salary cap structure. And you can make that money off the field that you're missing on the field by doing endorsements with Sleep Number and Nike and Campbell's Chunky Soup and all the other ones that you see Dak doing. So with that being said, for those who work your nine to five, and I know it's kind of hard for me to compare that, but it's kind of like you work in an eight hour shift. And somebody come to you and say, hey, you can make, you can make a little bit more if you stay a little extra and do this commercial shoot. And you stay a little extra and do this commercial shoot. Can you drive all the way downtown uh, for this shoot to learn this strip so, so that you can make a little bit more money? And when you say, hey, I just want to stock the shelves, man. Yeah, that extra money is cool, but I'm trying to become a supervisor. I'm trying to become the manager here. But no, nah, man, you work for this prestigious organization. You can make a little bit of money if working overtime, and you can make what, matter of fact, you can make what Carson Wentz is making, Jared Goff is making, but you just got to do a little bit extra. You just, you just got to go work and make this commercial break. But you're saying, well, hold on. My stats, my win columns and everything is, is better than theirs, uh, 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 boss. But no, the boss said, no, 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 no. By working for my organization, you know, you can make a little bit more money by shooting this photo shoot. And it'd be equivalent to what those guys are making on the field. So while they get home, lay down with their wives, sit on the couch eating their oodles and noodles, you out there bussing, <laughs> learning strips, learn, learning uh, lo new locations, flying here, flying there, and all you saying is, hell, all I want to do is be a quarterback. <sighs> but I can't eat my oodles and noodles and sit on the couch. I got to grind. I got to grind to make mine. That money off the field that you're missing on the field by doing endorsements with Sleep Number and Nike and Campbell's Chunky Soup and all the other ones that you see Dak doing. That sounds like jealousy to me, though. Real talk. It sounds like Carson is mad that he didn't have those opportunities. Hey, somebody should have told Carson when he was out there on the free agent market, why didn't he call Jerry Wayne Jones and say, hey, I'll work for Peanuts. Just give me that, give me that Nike commercial, give me that Pepsi commercial. Oh, by the by, by the way, can I get that Sleep Number commercial? I will work for free. Jerry, hit me up. He didn't do that. Let me know when he when it was the opportunity for him to go play for any team when he was on the free agent market. Did he call up Jerry and say, "Hey, our teams literally calling up Jerry saying, hey, Jerry Wayne, our our play in Dallas." Just, just line up the endorsement deals. I heard that they sweeter and better than those NFL checks. 
Nobody says that. Nobody. Shout out to my dog, Antoine, for making the donation to help elevate the nation. Let's see what you got here. Really appreciate you, though. Read some more of your comments over here. Yeah. <laughs> Drake, there we go. Appreciate you. Uh, uh, Harvey, appreciate you. Thank you for jumping in. AI kind of late. Here she go. Too late to change the playing field of paying people. It's been next man up for all position if you're good. It's next man up no matter how we feel. My point exactly. Oh, my point exactly. Next man up. You got to look. And, and here, here's my here's my honest truth of it all. I don't care whether or not the Joneses pay Dak Prescott or not. My thing is, let's stop dragging this thing all the way out. If you believe in Dak Prescott, you pay the man. You worry about everything else later. Right? And if you don't believe him, try to learn how to figure out how to will and deal. It's a shrewd business. But shrewd business. But you got to figure out how to be that that tough with it. You got to. And say, okay, no deal on the table. You're not accepting my $35 million or you're not accepting my $32 million. Adios. I'm going to figure out how to move on from you and bring in another headache, basically. Right? Why drag this thing all the way out? Look at Dak Prescott and be like, hey, all right, cool. We're going to put this tender on you. We're going to see if we can get multiple draft picks, and we're going to keep it moving. We're going to bring in somebody else. Don't be selling the water because now you got people like the young phenom, the C.D. Lamb, saying, hey, coach, can I get a, a, a few seconds with Jerry? Hey, Jerry, appreciate you, coach. Hey, Jerry, is there by chance – that you guys can work this deal out with Dak Prescott. Hmm. I see the passion and the desires in his heart, in his eyes. Can you, can you work, can you work that deal out quickly? Huh? <laughs> Come on now. Let's be real with it. Let's be real with it. And the NFL loved a lot of kicking with in you. The salary guys. cap structure. And you can make that money off the field that you're missing on the field. By doing endorsements with Sleep Number and Nike and Campbell's Chunky Soup and all the other ones that you see Dak doing. Oh, he even knew the sponsorship. Yeah. Very impressive. Ian Rappaport. <laughs> see? <laughs> Ian Rappaport just tweeted 12 minutes ago. The Eagles are getting trade calls uh, centered around Carson Wentz. And while Philly doesn't plan to deal him, they have not hung up the phone either. Carson, how would you and your brother fix Carson Wentz and what is wrong? Well, it's not just what's wrong with Carson Wentz. It's what's wrong with, you know, they, they had a quarter of their salary cap and wide receivers that weren't suiting up. I mean, you got $10 bucks going to Deshaun Jackson and another. Hey, they'll, they'll figure out all types of reasons why it's, it's not Carson Wentz's fault, right? He, he ain't talking about. <laughs> I ain't going to go into detail. Oh, it's the wide receiver's fault. Is everybody's fault? I can only imagine if – the roles were reversed. They'd be saying, oh, man, it's the quarterback fault. Man, I can't, I can't make this stuff up, Cowboy Nation. I really can't. All right, so with that being said, the NFL love to play sympathy and give you guys false hopes and things like that and say, hey, we don't have no money. It's no money. Law Nation is no money to sign these guys. And then when you look up the, the, the revenue report, they made all types of money. 
If you think I'm lying, Cowboy Nation, think I'm lying, try do this. Go to YouTube. Well, take a take a NFL highlight video, for example. You rip that highlight video and you post it on your YouTube page. You will get a notification so quick claimed by the NFL. Oh, we're going to keep the ads on, by the way. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of YouTube highlights out there of players with thousands and thousands of views. They making hands over fists. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. The NFL worry about money. They can just make money off of online streaming. Not just only talking about a piece of the revenue that they can make. I know some YouTubers. Oh, who, who's this uh, beast, Mr. Beast? Kid made $90 million doing YouTube videos, right? Look up, look up NFL.com. Look up NFL page. Check out how much millions of dollars they making on, off of YouTube. That's just one avenue. And I ain't even talking about Facebook. Those boys making money. Come on, let's be real with it. People will not see it. People will never understand it. Look at it. This is a report right here. We pull this up. The NFL, the NFL earns the lion's share in its TV deals, right? According to the Chicago Tribune, uh, more than 50% of the league, $15 billion. Can y'all see that? Is that $15 billion? Let me put a marker right there. $15 billion. Annual revenue, t- revenue comes from TV deals. Lee made estimate of $15.26 billion. That's in 2019. Oh, shame, shame on the NFL for losing out on some few billions. Last year, they made $14.48 billion. That's just off the TV split. We ain't even talking about jerseys merchandise we ain't talking about the parking lot right we ain't talking about other deals as it relates to the nfl youtube page facebook page we just talking about the tv deals right come on and people would think that these owners out here scraping for cash scrapping for cash can't pay this can't pay that or afraid of losing out on the nfl because of this thing called salary cap we cannot afford to pay certain people. They got this wedge so thick on everybody that you literally have people that's probably making $30,000 a year, $20,000 a year, arguing, saying that this player is not worth the money, the coins, the remunerations. And these owners are annually making over 50 billion dollars <laughs> and people are people are arguing over this billions and billions and billions of dollars that the nfl is making and this is actual data that you guys can look up and research for yourself it is crazy these these companies out here making billions of dollars have you have you tried to pay for a, a ticket and think you're going to get a discount even during the preseason? Newsflash as well. They added an extra game. Y'all think that the NFL is going to lose money because of this pandemic? They figured out other ways. When this new TV deal, look, Amazon is so dope. 
you can order from Amazon. It'll say he'll be he'll be there by tomorrow. And then within the next 30 minutes, you'll hear a knock at your door. You say, man, what is that? You walk up to your door, you open your door. The item is already there. You say, hey, wait a minute. I thought it was going to be here tomorrow. It's already at your doorstep. That's Amazon. Now, they finna get into this thing called NFL. Don't you think that that salary, that money, that remuneration is about to go up? About to go up extremely. <sighs> Who is Carson Palmer? This is from <laughs> Drummond. <laughs> uh, plus, if Dak got uh, 40, it's going to be pocket change contract in a couple of years. The cap keep rising. Yeah, this is from David. I mean, he's, he's speaking the truth right here. David is speaking nothing but the absolute truth. Yeah. So it is what it is. It is what it is at this point. Uh, gambling revenue streaming. Oh, my goodness. Tony, I didn't even think about putting the gambling revenue. They opened up that thing. Oh, it's going to be a crazy book about. And people are so worried about, hey, why is he arguing over four or over five? His agent knew that, hey, they finna ink the contract for it to be an extra game. So you trying to lowball, you trying to lowball my client. You trying to lowball my client. Look, let me tell you how egregious the lowball is. And I don't have the, uh, the, the beautiful graphic display in front of you guys. But this is how it is. The offer... Because people look at the $35 million and say, oh, man, it's $35 million. But what was the guarantee? The guarantee was less than what Carson and Jared got, right? Both of those guys are in turmoil with their teams. And Jared Goff, he's no longer on his team. Lower. The guaranteed money was lower. So you mean to tell me you're going to offer me a lower guaranteed money? Forget the, uh, the annual, the unguaranteed stuff, right? I can write out you a check to say, hey, it's $500 million check. Doesn't mean that when you go to the bank that you are able to cash it. But neither here nor there. The situation was the guaranteed money was lower than Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. But you're going to have more games. And you have more games plus instead of four years, you have five. Oh, let's add this into it. Those brothers were playing off of their rookies contract. I want you guys to do a quick Google. Look up their rookies contract numbers comparable to Dak Prescott rookies contract number. Right. And I heard people say, well, law, that is what he supposed to get. He was a fourth round draft pick. So therefore, he's supposed to get paid that fourth round salary. Well, in any profession that you do, in any job that you do, if you perform above par, right, above your contemporaries, you get paid such. It's crazy. The same breath. In the same breath, Ezekiel Elliott, he was on his rookie's contract. And before his rookie's contract expired, he demanded, he declared he wanted more money, more and more money, more and more resources, more and more opportunities to get paid. And he won. He got paid. And I'm not trying to count the brother's money, but I'm just looking at the concept. 
This brother got paid twice before Dak Prescott got paid once. Just before last year, just before last year, Michael Gallup was making more money than Dak Prescott. Just before last year. But law, that, that, that franchise tag was wonderful, right? Cowboys paying for that franchise tag. That's money that goes off the cap just like that. There's no stretching. There's no prorations. Money just gone. Gone. You can't get it back. That's a whole nother year. But everybody would look at this situation and say, well, the Dallas Cowboys, they did the right thing by franchising him because he got injured in these sorts. So you mean to tell me, you, you, Dak Prescott, you roll out there and you say, okay, sign me under the franchise tag again. Let me prove him wrong again. It don't work that way. It don't work that way, Cowboy Nation. Dak has out, outplayed his rookie contract. Yes, Ross, yeah. And, and trust me, on both ends, of to be objective of it, like I said earlier, like I said earlier, I don't care whether or not Dak Prescott is here or not. I don't. I really don't. But my thing is, I think that the team will have a better opportunity if he's here. And I would like for them to go ahead and sign them, opposed to stretching this thing all the way out. Lying to everybody, saying all oh, that yellow stuff that's just falling out of the sky down on your back, that ain't nothing but rain. That's what they're saying. Now, you can't get to heaven being lukewarm. Either you're hot or you're cold. So my thing is, either the Cowboys are hot for Dak Prescott or they're not. That's just the reality of it. You will find ways to move mountains. If a lady said, hey, I would love to, uh, you know, I'd love to get married one day. And you will find a way to make that smile on her face. You will find ways to move mountains to make sure you give her what she wants. If she goes into the jewelry store and say, hey, I really like that one right there. And if it's only a difference of you working an extra two hours or three hours, you would say, well, baby, I got you. Shoot, what the Jones says, she, you better be looking elsewhere. I ain't going to give you that ring. <laughs> this bubblegum ring is just fine for one year. This Cupid Ciconian is just fine for one year. I still don't, I still don't like her like that. She can't, she can't fix a mean potato salad right now. That's what the Joneses collectively did. <laughs> not, not, not saying that that's what the situation with Dak Prescott is all about, but you guys get what I'm saying. That's real talk. Ain't that right, Mark? I see you. You see what I'm saying? That's real talk. But when you love something, you will find ways. You will find a way. You wouldn't even utter. And especially when you know it's reachable, you say, hey, I love you, Jalen Smith. Oh, man, Lyle, we love you. But, man, I got, I got this hot date over here that I got to really satisfy because I know for sure that I can't get this thing rolling without it. Y'all going to have to sit back on the back burner. And I don't think that nobody in this chat room right now will be mad and upset that Lyle Collins didn't get his coins and Jalen Smith didn't get his bag. Matter of fact, I know a third of you guys will be like, yeah, dog, yeah, dog. Good. Cowboys did a good thing with Jalen. 
40 million for two years is in 20 million guaranteed him. <laughs> I feel you, you know, uh, trade for Watson and have no draft capital to fix your defense. Come on. This is from KD. He's regulating somebody in the chat. Did you hear what they wanted for Watson? <laughs> they want two first rounds, two second rounds. <laughs> and that's for a less, far, far as from a statistical aspect of it, less of production from what you got from your quarterback now. That don't make sense. And, and I, I understand where, where people are coming from because the quarterback that you got sometimes when you're not winning, when you're not winning, is less desirable. Uh, hey, that's <laughs> just how it goes. Uh, for Prime, Mr. Prime39773 says 8-8. Eight and eight. We can go back and forth on that. Dak would never lie, live up to uh, unreasonable standards. This is from Jackie. Shout out to my lady, Miss Jackie Smith. I always appreciate you for hitting me up early in the morning with great content. Always. Uh, Cowboys, uh, some of you silly fans have, but you only hold there over there with a Dak with no one else. Yeah, yeah. This is from Miss Jackie. <clears throat> my thing is, my thing is with this. Um, and she got some strong points that that you know. If it's not, if it's not, if it's not a Super Bowl every year, in the playoff every year, winning multiple playoffs, then nobody's happy and satisfied. So they only look at the it's a straw it's a straw man argument basically. They only look at the quarterback. Last year they only look at the quarterback. And, and it doesn't matter how much facts you pull out there and say, okay, Brad Johnson, okay, Trent Dilford, Joe Flacco, Eli Manning. And we can go on and on, Nick Foles. We can go on and on about quarterbacks with less talent than Dak Prescott to ultimately win the Super Bowl, right? And then we can go on and on about, okay, well, he's supposed to take the discount. He's supposed to take that, and you know. Cowboys had four years to fix that defense. If they didn't do it then, what 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 you guys expect that they're gonna all of a sudden do it now, right? It's crazy. <laughs> they look, they had four years riding under that good contract. Matter of fact, they had four years with even Ezekiel Elliott riding under that good contract. They didn't do it then. So all of a sudden, magically, you know, his, his defense is going to be fixed, right? I can't make this stuff up. Let me see if, let me see if I can do this right quick. Let me, see, let me see if I can do this. Let me do this right quick. Give me one second. Give me one second. Let me, let me see if I can find this right quick. Give me one second. Y'all jam out to this right quick. Talk of the town where you're talking up. Wanna get you a ring and you tough enough. Wanna get you new things with your pockets, though. 
run it up. I used to be quiet and out of luck. Now I move up and move humble cuz. They hate and the jealousy. My mama telling me, count up your blessings and run it up. Nowadays, nothing really is ice cream. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got wifey, y'all don't blink she ice. Freeze, freeze, photo, photo, please, no photos. No, no, jeez, no, 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 please, no photos. I keep giving game away. I put game on layaway. I got paid to play today. I get paid to stay away. I get paid on rainy days. I might make it rain today. I got paid off pain today. Thought it take the pain away. In my own lane, finger roll. I would never sell my only soul. Heard your whole team was for sale. Heard it's on the market for the low. Who the realest, we might never know. All this acting, you gon' play a role. Give you the world when they sign you up. Try you out and then they line you up. Ooh. Now you're looking hungry, ribs are touching, need some food. Now you're all on live acting, surprised, but you was fooled. Boy, get out the way, it's been a day, now you're old news. Now you got the pen and pad, you're trying to take my moves. Nowadays, nothing really excites me. Only one of me and nobody. All right, all right, all right. So, with that being said, <clears throat> I want you guys to guess this year. I posted this video and. Guess the year for me when you guys hear the this video. And it's some of the same sentiments. This was before, before all of this stuff happened with the 20. I, I, I'm going to give it away if I say that. But just let's just listen to what these guys have to say. And this team starts a great experiment this season. Usually, experiments of this particular... Oh, before I go into details, this is 1310, the ticket. ...killer kind. For somebody who's been following the Cowboys for a long time in his area, you can post the name of the person they're speaking to. ...end in failure. I will say usually, because every once in a while, and, and literally it is that, every once in a while, a significantly imbalanced football team still manages to win because one side of the ball is so good that the other side of the ball is covered for most weeks. What you want to have is a cowboy team like the early 90s. But these days, in the era of the salary cap, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you just don't get a team like the early 90s Cowboys anymore who were wonderful on offense and wonderful on defense and deep. That's just such a rarity in our time right now. But the imbalance of the Cowboys is an offensive team that with health ought to be very, very good. Romo, like we always do. Cross your fingers as well at quarterback. The kid Ezekiel Elliott's going to be a fine, fine NFL runner. And with Bryant back, cross your fingers, passing game ought to be solid. All that is predicated on the fact that this is one of the very best offensive lines in the league. So the plan is for the offense to carry this team. Can they do that? Can the offense possess the ball a significant amount of every game every Sunday to cover for, my opinion, a lousy defense? 
What change, baby? <laughs> what change? What change? Let me know what change. And I'm going to let him say some more and more information about this. But but you guys can't believe this, man, if, y'all, if I can tell you guys when this video was posted. But let's listen to more. The idea is simply don't give the ball to the opposition enough times to expose your defense. Now, let's take a figure for a moment. Let's take the figure of 33 minutes. That is a significant amount of possession in a football game. If you have a 33 and the other team has a 27, that is likely to lead the National Football League or be very close to leading the league in time of possession statistics. Now, obviously, you got to do something with the ball when you have it. You've got to generate points because the other team still, even with that massive amount of time of possession edge, the other team still is going to have your defense to work on for 27 minutes. And what defense do you have? A defense with a dreadful pass rush. A defense that's paper thin at linebacker. A secondary that's okay, but is constantly put under duress because the defensive line is not pressuring and sacking the opposing quarterback. What changed, Cowboy Nation? What change? Let me know what change. This has seemed like a time warp way back, and this was the, uh, the year 2016, right before the season even started. They was even, look, at the point, the draft was just about to hit, and they still didn't know what was going to be about this team. But the way that Norm is talking about this particular team is the exact same team we see as it relates to today. The exact same team. The Cowboys, in an attempt to get a little deeper and a little better at linebacker, are again talking to Justin Durant. What's different? Justin Durant had two solid seasons here, 13 and 14. Now, he was hurt the back half of 2014. I should have prefaced my statement when I say, say this, but this is their philosophy as well on the free agency. Let's go out there and grab an old commodity. Let's go grab somebody that's long in the tooth, that's coming off of injuries. And this been their issue. This been their situation. He went to Atlanta, and he got hurt in Atlanta last year and missed some games. He is now 30 years old and injured the last two seasons. Do you worry about that? Well, for heaven's sakes, yes. How many games has Justin Durant played in the last two years of the 32 possible? 16. It almost sounds like a Sean Lee stat from the (laughs) early to mid-career of Sean Lee. But we must remember something. Justin Durant was considered a good enough player and good enough fellow to be a captain on this team in 2014. We don't remember things like that very readily. Those disappear from our mind. But there really is a significance to a player being named a captain it's it's much like jimmy johnson used to love to draft those type players players who are conceded to be amongst the leaders on a team and thus named a captain 
What Justin Durant will do is he will play hard. He will show up. He will give you a solid effort. Justin Durant would be fine to play middle linebacker here. Cross your fingers that he doesn't get hurt. Meanwhile, the only reason they're talking to Justin Durant is Rolando McLean's 10-game suspension. <laughs> we can go on and on and on about that, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? Nothing changed. So it's the exact same thing over and over again. The philosophy as it relates to the free agency moves, the philosophy as it relates to this defense. He said, hey, edge rushers are pretty good, but the interior, they couldn't stop a nosebleed, basically. The DBs, they 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 okay, but they out there under duress because they on the field all the time. My thing is heading into the 2021 draft, we got Trayvon Diggs, right? And we have a Donovan Wilson. What the Cowboys normally do in this time frame, everything is hedged on and predicated upon whether or not they pay Dak Prescott or let him walk or get multiple draft picks for Dak Prescott. And we will find out by what? Is it February the 23rd when they open up the ability to sign franchise tag, and I think he got into the deadline of March the 9th. We'll know everything about this team. But if they sign on February the 23rd and moving up to the opening of the new year as far as the NFL, if they sign a fly to this roster before they pay Dak Prescott, we in hell of a troubles. We are in, we, we are in crazy, crazy of crazy troubles. Because we're going to be revisiting this same scenario over and over and over again. So my thing is, in closing, as the good old Uncle Charles would say, the Cowboys need to figure this thing out. They do. Because if not, we'll be going back and forth with the same entire situation over and over again every year. So with that being said, Cowboy Nation, let me know in the comment box, what would you do? Would you pay Dak Prescott, move that money to the side, focus all of your attention on this defense and everything else, or will you continue to will and deal and finagle this thing out, stretch this thing out, and say, well, we can't afford, we can't do this, we can't do that. Go out there, franchise tag this man, and one more time, <laughs> and then started to pull guys on this team and say, okay, we want Tyron Crawford back. We, we, we want a, a Justin Durant type of player, somebody who's 31, 32 years of age, right? Right? We're going to put some makeshift pieces out there. We, we're, gonna, we're not going to worry about the interior defensive line. We got one of the better defensive edge guys in the league, right? D-Law and Randy Gregory, they haven't been coached up by Quinn yet. We can roll out Antoine Woods and Justin Hamilton. They're going to be our enforcers in the middle. And Navarro Gallimore and Tristan Hill are going to be the stoppers. They're going to be the plug because the coach is going to get them right. We're not looking to do anything with Jalen Smith nor LVE because we think that those guys can make things happen, right? That's just the philosophy that the Cowboys normally do. We can't afford a Justin Simmons, right? We can't afford... Uh, the Anthony uh, Harris kid or, or whoever uh, who was Marcus Mays out there. Uh, we can't, we can't maze. I'm going to say we can't afford those guys. Nah, 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 nah. We're going to get uh, 
Cleophas McDonald or somebody like that, <laughs> whoever is out there that we never heard of. But he was good at D1 school. He did this and did that, whatever school he went to. On a collegiate level, he had 15 interceptions, but he had a torn rotator knee, you know. But 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 we got the best healing agents over here, and we're going to grab those guys. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic with that, but that's just how the Cowboys do. And then you guys will see my video. Thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session as we take a deeper look at Cleophis, you know. <laughs> His 15 interceptions in college was fantastic. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Cowboy Nation, let's continue to grind and shine. Uh, my thing is pay Dak Prescott, get this thing over with, peel back the uh, the scalp, pour alcohol on it if you can, but it, it, it will heal the wound, right? Let's go. Team full of Jags. I see. <laughs> I see you. I feel you on that. Appreciate everybody who made the donation. Thank those who supported this page. Thank those who shared this content. Thank those who also, also watched through, through the entire video. I really appreciate you all. Let's continue to go and grind. Let's go.